from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Trevor Devlin of Full Signal, a four-time business all-star company who supplies and installs GSM phone lines specific to the lift industry, eliminating expensive landline charges. They also remotely monitor line signal to ensure continuity of service and reliability. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Trevor. Trevor, when I think of signals and full signals, I think of maybe there's some kind of a, I suppose, a messaging going out. What exactly do you do in full signal, just for our listeners? Yeah, so basically what we do is we install GSM phone lines into lift shafts. So basically a lift will have, um, for an emergency point of view, it has to have a dedicated line. So if you ever get stuck in a lift, you press the alarm button and you'll get connected to the emergency services or the, the lift maintenance company. So over the years when I was working in Schindler lifts, I worked in, the sh- in Schindler lifts for 12 years or so. Um, as a customer service manager, I was always getting questions from management companies to say, we're paying for 500 euros for a landline going into our lift. We've, we haven't had an entrapment in 10 years. So in those 10 years, we've spent three or 4,000 euros on a landline. We're thinking of getting rid of it um, because you know we're, it's, it's, it's just an unnecessary charge, but it, it was necessary to have it. So I kind of was thinking that it is an unnecessary charge to have a landline that you never use. So I, de- I came up with the, 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 the system that we, we developed a GSM device that we install in the lift shaft for free, and we charge a monthly recurring revenue um, of, it's, it basically it's half the price of a landline. So we have, we have some customers out there that might have 30 lifts in their development. And by moving over to us, they're, they're saving 10, 15,000 euros per year. Yeah, I can imagine um, big buildings, you know, you know, especially in cities and that, you know, office blocks and buildings and apartment blocks where there are multiple lifts. That's a huge saving. And can I ask yeah. Trevor, can this just be, can this be installed retrospectively in the lift shafts? It doesn't have to be on the first installation or anything. Yeah, exactly. The, the majority of our business is in developments that are going 10, 20 years, that they have a, an ongoing budget. And in the early days, they don't really care about budgets because the developer just wants the lift built. He doesn't, he does care about the residents at the end, but his, he, he just needs a working lift shaft. When the building is handed over, he moves on. It's when the management agents come in five, 10 years down the line, people are settled and then they're trying to save on budgets and they're, they might be, mm-hmm. you know, every year they have a big project to do and they say, well, we need to get money from somewhere else. So when you come along and save from 20,000 or 10,000 euros on something that they don't even know is there, they don't use, and please God, they'll never use, um, That that's our main kind of selling point, you know? Because yeah. I know myself when I even just think of the analogy, you know, if you're hosting something live on Zoom or, you know, virtually, you know, you always have a backup line. So, you know, one thing might be in your Wi-Fi line and then you've got your cellular network as well. So I presume this is what we're talking about. It's very similar in the lift shaft side and things that look, you know, you've got your, you know, on one side, you know, there the could be a landline coming into the rest of the building. But hang on here. The lift shaft needs to be, I suppose, really independent of that. So that if there is an emergency and the actual phone lines go down, there's still an emergency response facility and capability. That's correct. And and, and the landlines, that system worked, but it was it was 
it was kind of over-engineered for what they need. You don't, you did not need to run a landline into the lift shaft when you could just stick a box at the top. Um, and you're, you're only literally paying, it's, you're not paying the full line rental for a long land, full landline into your building. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Trevor, tell us about, you know, you mentioned there that your past experience, I suppose, give you the insight into, you know, the, that one's the gap in the marketplace, but the niche area in which you're in now today. So you went on and you set up Full Signal about five years ago. So congratulations on your five-year anniversary. But outside of that, right, how was that jump into entrepreneurship for you, that transition from being an employee into the world of entrepreneurship? Yeah, it was it was quite difficult because I was I was with one of the biggest lift companies in the world. I kind of I was there for 12 years. It was it was a, a job for life, you could say. And it was this idea, I, I just had this idea probably for about two or three years ago. I, I, like I wasn't one of these brave entrepreneurs that I just came up with an idea and packed everything and walked away. And I was just talking about it and one, it was it was as simple as one time after over dinner or whatever, my wife says, why don't you do it? And, you know, we got to the age that we're a little, you know, we were kind of, we were kind of set, we had a house, so we were kind of lucky that way. And we said, yeah, let's, let's go. Um, so originally for the first kind of two, three months, I was kind of doing a part-time after work, just developing the system at home. Um, but then, then I, I got a couple of clients um, just to see what it worked. So I didn't kind of stop working one day and the next day start knocking on doors. We've done, we've done the door knock and spoke to people probably for three, six months, got a system working, installed a few for free, uh, made sure it was working. Then there was um, it, 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 there was um, like a snowball. It was it was moving along, and uh, so then we just took the step. Just yeah, and, and that just was an important thing because I, you know, I bet you there's a lot of you know, I suppose people listening here on, on to our podcast here today, and they're thinking, you know, maybe they might be feel safe and secure in their employment, and maybe that worry and threat of going out on their own. But what you did was very clever in that you'd done your, you're doing your ground research still while you had the security, the safety net of being employed, you know, and, and the risk you made was very calculated in that you were testing and you were building on the side, you know, before you actually made the full on jump. Yes, yes. Like I, I thought that and, and if I was to give advice to anybody starting a business, it was difficult at the time because you have your nine to five job and then you're going from five to ten or you're taking times off, you're doing it on your holidays, you're doing it on your days off, you're doing it on the weekend. I thought as stressful as that was at the time, I found that it was a lot less stressful than if I started Monday morning with no, from, from absolute zero. And when you're working for yourself, if you don't get an order on Monday, you don't get paid on Monday. It's not like um, working for a multinational to get paid, even if the figures that month are particularly bad. So. I had a bit of a safety net and a bit of a comfort when I did go full time of having a three month, um, you know, background or a little bit of confidence that it it, it it will be a success. And I admire as well what you said, you know, one of the things is that you did install a few for free just to test the market, just to get feedback on your system. And that's something that, you know, I often hear, you know, if somebody has a product or a service that you do, you know, give out some free samples, you, you know, in, you know get people to sample because that feedback is absolutely invaluable right at the start and they probably become your best advocates down the line they and, and that, that's absolutely true um the first the first customer i got he he um 
he, now he was he was stuck because he I think he was running developments and insurance inspectors got involved and the phone lines were down in the lift shaft and he said, "Listen, oh, I, I remember that thing you were telling me about. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll order it now for, from you." And I said, "I'll tell you, I'll, I'll do you a favor. I'll get you over this hump which are you know you have a problem on site." And I think I installed twelve. I think I, I bought twenty of these from China. No, normally, I buy them at two and three hundred at a time now. Mm-hmm. I had twenty, and I installed the thirteen for free. So I had nothing left, and I just threw it all into that site, which was which was invaluable for me. If I was to get a consultant to do that for me to test the product, um, God, I knows what that would cost. But I had a, a full working site from day one. It didn't work at the start. I was back and you know doing call outs and things mm-hmm. like that. But it was. It was a super live site that, although I installed it for free, and they're still in there for free. I still haven't charged them yet, five years later, but it was um, it, it was invaluable research for me. And if that site didn't work, I knew, okay, it's not viable. And you know, it was a good idea in my head, but it's not working. But that really, really helped me. And to this day, it's uh, it's probably my I've, I've bigger sites, I've more valuable sites, but that's, that's quite so it's, it's a, it's a reference point as well, but as yeah. you said, it was the best classroom ever, you know. And Trevor, exactly. just I suppose, just to, to leave, you know, everything isn't always sweet and hunky-dory. Can you maybe tell me, you know, one or two of your biggest challenges that you had since setting up and how you got around them? Yeah, so my biggest fear, this technology isn't new. It's it's it's, it's a, basically it's a GSM phone. Lifts are new. Phone, or sorry, lifts aren't new. Phones, you know, aren't new. By me packaging, getting this the system and installing it and putting the SIM card in and some no bills, putting all that package together is new. So the major lift companies had this technology already, but you had to supply your own SIM card and you had to get it installed yourself and all that sort of stuff. So my biggest fear was, and I was told by everybody, you're, you're starting on your own. Your main competitors are the major international mobile phone companies, the, the landline companies. The multinational lift companies how can you compete with them um so it was more there was a lot of people saying how can you compete with them just don't do it you know mm-hmm. all these big guys are doing it to be honest with you that was the that was my biggest fear and that was my challenge at the time where lift companies would go oh don't go with them we we're, we won't cover you know we we can't give you warranty on the lift if you get someone else in there but I was able to make decisions. So if a customer said, when I was working for Cinder, if I had to make a decision, it would take two weeks or Mm -hmm. three weeks because you have to get processed. You have to ask somebody else. It has to be signed off. But being a small entrepreneur, I can make a decision now and act now where I've been told now that I I can install a phone line quicker than somebody will be on hold with one of the mobile phone operators. So, cause Mm. I, 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 you know, it, it, it turned in from originally it was a money saving proposition, but now it's a customer service proposition. So if someone wants a SIM card, I can deliver a SIM card, work a SIM card to site this afternoon. Uh, if you're a property man, um, a management company, just even set up an account because it's not a person, it's a company and residents are involved. They could be waiting two or three weeks for to get a, a, a line installed in their lift. Or if they want a landline, it could be 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, where we can do it tomorrow so it was the fear of the bigger companies was a challenge but since we we moved on got more confidence it's not a challenge it's actually benefits you can go now and say you don't have to use one of the big companies you can use us and as well as that then you're a faster turnaround you better customer service all of these things you know and, and i love that how you flipped 
what would have been challenges, you know what I mean, into yeah. your actual, probably your USP. Yeah, and, and even all the bigger companies now have, have copied what I do and they're they're pushing it, they're, they're actively pushing it. So again, I thought, okay, it, it's been successful up to now. Maybe the gravy train is coming to an end. We have a recurring revenue, so it's a good business model. Yeah, that, it was a great, it was a great thing to do. But as the bigger lift companies are pushing a similar product, but they have the big overheads that I, I, I don't have. Um, they're pushing the same product at much higher overhead. Customers are now looking, they're going online, seeing, do I need a GSM phone line? What's the what's the legal requirements? Mm-hmm. But because I'm doing it longer, if you were at the top of Google search, so if if customers are looking for an alternative uh, recommendation that their lift company are pushing, they're coming mm-hmm. across ourselves. So the more competition I have, the more inquiries we're getting and you know, we can really, yes. really compete with the bigger companies. So yeah. and, and I think there's a good... turned into a benefit to us. There's a great lesson in that as well, that it's, you know, you don't necessarily have to be the big, big company, the big, massive brand. You're just doing a really good job, but packaging something really well, you know, the quick turnaround decisions, but most importantly, have that fantastic element of customer service. Trevor, it's been fantastic talking to you today. It's no wonder you're a four-time, um, you know, four-in-a-row business all-star. And I wish you and the whole all team, you know, the very best at Full Signal. So here's to the next five years now that you've just got over the first. And thank you so much. Thank you for all the support up today. Um, the last four years will be great. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.